I believe everyone has a story to share. I'm on a journey to discover the magic inside each person's story. Each week, I will introduce you to guests where I will dig deep and uncover the beautiful miracles from life and experiences to inspire and encourage you to live life to the fullest. My goal is to give each guest a platform to share their lives with the world in hopes that someone will be inspired to take action and live life with passion and purpose. Welcome to the Uncover Your Magic podcast with me, Ashley Goner. Are you ready? Here we go. Welcome back to Uncover Your Magic. Today, I know you are going to be in awe of my guest today. Her name is Isabel Zimmerman. I was connected to her through the teachings of Joshua I am involved in that you all know about because it has changed my life and I can't stop talking about it. (laughs) I've brought on a couple of other people besides Gary Temple Bodley, who leads the group, like Jackie Seiden, whose life has transformed through these teachings as well. You can listen to our amazing conversation on episode 80. I encourage you all to find a mentor or someone to take your life to the new to a new level. Success leaves clues, like Tony Robbins always says. When I am mentoring my students, whether they are teens or adults, I know they have been led to me by God. Today, I was in a session with a mom who has enrolled her daughter in my Raising Confidence course so she could get on the same mindset as her daughter. We were talking and she said she was searching for something with structure so someone outside herself could help teach her kids these powerful mindset tools. When you are on the same page with your kids, it is a connection like no other. It's like an accountability partner. Could you imagine being on the same page with your children and create a mindset together that will empower your entire family to live in love and gratitude with intention? Watching the adults in the Magic Path course create momentum this past week as we conquered our limiting beliefs was amazing to witness. Our minds are 80% programmed by the time we are seven. So by the time we are adults, we have these beliefs that are limiting our lives and stop us with the fear we only believe is true, but is only true because we keep thinking those thoughts. Can you imagine having a family who is aware of limiting beliefs and calls each other out when they hear a negative word from their parents or children? That's what happens with my students after we dive deep into their limiting beliefs. The triggers we have are proof of a limiting belief we have about ourselves. The goal is to get to a place of neutrality where you don't let anything affect or trigger you. Visualize your family living in a place of peace like the families who have completed my courses. It's a beautiful place to live. And my wish for all of you is to have an awareness of your triggers and acknowledge them and work through them by proving them false. Anything that is limiting you is false. We are human beings living on this earth to grow and expand and live in pure love. Let's push past our fears, remove the beliefs that keep us from experiencing heaven on earth. My mission is to empower the kids and parents in my courses to open their eyes and see the limits that are keeping them from living in pure love and joy. We all deserve to live in that place. If you are interested in allowing me to help you create that space in your family, 
connect with me on my website at ashleygonner.com or email me at ashleygonner at gmail.com. I have a waiting list for both my classes. Let's begin 2022 with a new mindset and empower each other to live with love and have an intention to overcome anything that is limiting us to live a beautiful life we are meant to be living. Okay, let's get this interview started with the one and only Isabel Zimmerman. Hello, Ashley. Thank you so much for having me on. And this is so much fun meeting you in person, virtually. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much all we do these days, right? Zoom. I don't, it's so funny. I was listening to a podcast of yours where she was in Australia and you were, you know, in the United States. And she's like, we've known each other for years, but we've never actually been in person before. But it's all good. Really? I'll take it. Yeah, very close to Kimberly. Absolutely. Very cool. Yes. So, okay. So I connected with you through the teachings of Joshua. And I know through you, through my, our mutual friend, Ing, who had a session with you that she said changed her life was her hypnosis session. And so we started talking about it and I started understanding and I thought, oh my gosh, I have to have Isabel on my podcast. And so doing my deep dive on you (laughs) and understanding sort of what kind of what you do, but I think it's so fascinating and my listeners are so ready for this. And it's just such a fascinating like timeline when I look at my podcasts that come out like, oh, this is where we're at. We're ready for Isabel. (laughs) So anyway, take us back. I didn't have your bio. So why don't you talk about where you came from, your, you know, what started your journey on this whole ascension that we're in together. Um, yeah. Go from there. I would love to. So I used to live in Connecticut. I just recently moved to North Carolina this October. Oh, wow. And made a decision to be uh, near Gary and Tracy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I'm in their house right now until I moved to my new place, November 1st. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So Tracy and I are best friends and I was the one that introduced Tracy to Gary. You were? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So because we're talking about Gary, I would say if somebody said, Isabel Zimmerman, how did you become a channeler? How did you become a psychic? And I would say, well, science, got me there. And Gary, the Joshua teachings had me really cross the line. So I have always been a very curious human being and studied quantum physics on my own for six years because I was writing a young adult novel, Hmm. uh, a fantasy novel around the CERN collider and quantum physics and fairies of all things. Because the Harry Potter series ended and I thought, what am I going to (laughs) read? You know, what is going to be out there? And I was inspired to write a book. And I can see now that the inspiration to write a book was really the inspiration to do the research. And as I researched quantum physics and fairies of all things and angels, I had really thought it was mythology. I had thought uh, Greek mythology, angelic mythology, fairy mythology. I really didn't 
you know, I suspected they were real, especially as a child. I always believed fairies were real, but they were in a different realm and they came to earth as mythology. So that was my thought process around it. But as I studied science, I was listening to Freakonomics and I was listening to NPR One and I'm a corporate America former corporate America girl. I've been working in corporate America since I was 14 years old, which is unusual for a 14 year old to get a job in an office. Wow. Equifax validating data. But I can see how it has led me to where I am now. So I was in IT and operations as my corporate gig. And one day I had plantar fasciitis and my husband or my husband at the time said, you really should go see a chiropractor. And I'm like, no, 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 it doesn't work, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, 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 this chiropractor is really different. Hon, you should really go see Dr. Kyer. So I did. And he was working on my foot and he said, so what are you into? What do you do? You know, and we went through like the corporate gig and then he's like, what else are you into? Cause those visits are 20 minutes. Right. 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 And I said, well, I'm writing a young adult novel and I'm into fairies and quantum physics. And he's like, Hey, have you listened to Roberta Grimes? And I'm like, Roberta Grimes. I said, no, but I'm, I'm a podcast junkie because <laughs> I have an hour commute to work and an hour commute back. So I was just devouring anything scientific and, you know, interesting to me. So like Money Planet, I loved that podcast. And anyways, he said, look up Roberta Grimes. So I did. She's this lawyer who studies the afterlife. And it didn't shock me because quantum physics matter is only 5% in the universe. And I knew already about dark energy and dark matter. So to me, it made sense that there was another dimension of the afterlife. Like that, and I knew energy couldn't be destroyed. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a law. That's a science law. Energy cannot be created nor destroyed. Right. And I knew we were energetic. So there was like already pieces already like in a foundation that I was already open-minded enough to seek out Roberta Grimes' podcast, who's a lawyer who studies the afterlife. Huh. Okay. Devoured her podcast. I went through 80 very quickly. But what struck me was she would have people from Berkeley and Cambridge and Harvard. And she would have very, the elite intellectuals, I would say, of Earth on her show. And they all knew about it. They all knew about this dimension. They all knew about the afterlife. They all knew that we could communicate with our loved ones who have crossed, you know, she had doctors and lawyers and professors on her show. And I actually got a little mad because I felt, this is how it felt to me. I felt that I went to school and I thought I was getting pregnant by the stork dropping off a baby. Like that's, (laughs) 
how I felt after listening to her show. And I'm like, oh my God, there's DNA and sperm and an egg. And it has nothing to do with the stork. Oh my gosh. Nothing to do with the bird. And I've been like freaking out over the nest and bird seed and when the stork was going to come and their migration pattern. And I was getting so caught up in this, this whole thing that has nothing to do what is really happening. Right. Oh, wow. So that's Roberta Grimes. You can definitely check her out. If oh, I will. I can't wait. With you guys. Yeah, I can't wait. Everyone's going <laughs> to be like downloading that podcast. <laughs> so after Roberta Grimes and I finished, you know, her whole series, because I'm a junkie, her intro to her podcast was Law of Attraction Radio. And I'm like, Law of Attraction Radio? What the hell is that? Well, I found it. And that's how I found Gary. Okay. Uh, got it. I was on Law of Attraction Radio for a while too. Okay. Yeah. Met some amazing people that listened to my podcast through there. That's amazing. Okay. So you found Gary on there and you just started listening to Joshua. So I started listening to Joshua and I'm a psych major. I didn't get, I didn't become an IT major because that's what I was doing all day long. So I went into psych, which makes sense because now I work with souls all the time. (laughs) And I remember listening to the Joshua teachings. He was reading a letter and they were deep dive in the channel's message. And I remember thinking, this is advanced. This is practical, then this is advanced. And the the science mind of me went, I need to investigate this. Right. And so I started to listen to his podcast, you know, this guy from Florida doing <laughs> Oshawa's teachings. And I think I had started in November of 2016 and then by April of 2017, I was on in the one-on-one program. Oh, wow. And I remember calling my husband and because it was 600 a month to join this program. And I remember thinking, he is going to think I am crazy <laughs> to, want, to want to do this program from this guy from Florida, <laughs> let alone non-physical entities. <laughs> but I had never heard of Esther Hicks and oh, law wow. of attraction until huh. I did the one-on-one program. So that's why I say science really kind of got me to Gary because oh, wow. I was devouring science. Right. So wait, tell me about your husband, but now you're divorced. <laughs> I am. So, <laughs> so I did the one-on-one program and I'm divorced now. So one of the interesting things, and Ashley knows this, But the science of it is frequency. So everything operates in vibration and frequency. Everything. The chair you're sitting on, the sound waves that you're listening to our little voices, Ashley and I, it's all energy. Everything is energy. And there are times in life, there are soul contracts. Now, You got me as a college graduate, so I might go very advanced for you guys, but it's okay. (laughs) But just know (laughs) that there are people in your life that you've fulfilled a a soul contract 
or they vibrate out of your life because you are in a different frequency and they cannot be near you. Yes. I know, shocking, but it's true. (laughs) Very true. I know, I know, because you think if you can see them, you know, everything exists and you don't create your reality. And I know, but we're going to go baby steps. So anyways, my husband, I knew spirit had told me he could not follow me on my path. And so we went to counseling and we transitioned out of our marriage in about three years. I still lived in a house. We moved into separate bedrooms. It was very important for me to finish uh, growing Madeline Zimmerman, the love of my life. Uh And um, I love my husband. I do love Ken Zimmerman tremendously. And he has a girlfriend now in love and he's very happy. And I am so happy for him because I'll say something very human, but I raised him. I raised that man since age 24. So yeah, I deserve to see him happy. Yes, I I do. It's a lot of work. Yes. You know, I always talk about vibration and energy and, you know, the way you just described it is so great because I was married for a year and I just knew it wasn't right. And I know that even Gary talks about like when you're ready for that doesn't work, it's not a bad thing. The guilt that people put on themselves for ending something like that and to look at it like a, you know, that just doesn't connect anymore. We don't have that same vibration. It's that way with friends. It's like now that we're like in this Joshua group, you know, you feel your vibration raising even more because there's more people in your life that have their vibration up. And then you're like, oh my gosh. And then the friends that don't come up to there that just kind of remove themselves naturally and it's all good and they're on their journey and I, there's absolutely no judgment. So when you start raising your vibration and look at your separation from the people in your life as that, and it's a blessing and to be, have that awareness is amazing. I love that. And I love that you see your husband that way. You're your husband. <laughs> yes, my husband. And it's true. And um, I'm very blessed being mentored by the non-physical entities and understanding science and having the mind for it. So I can visually see it. And so it softened me. It softened my, it would allow me to go more into my heart center to look at Ken Zimmerman as a soul. Right. You know, and not just the, yes, he played the role as my husband, but he's a soul and he's in development. And I'll give you the speech that they told me the first time when they, they said that I needed to leave Ken. Okay. So I cried. I was very upset because I was happy in my marriage. And I felt like um, a knife in my heart. And, oh my God, I could still cry now. I I knew it was going to hurt him tremendously. So, um, So they said, Isabel. Or my child. Mm-hmm. Would you can stay with your husband? That's what they said. Absolutely, you can stay with your husband. However, you will be traveling and you will be teaching and he will be at home alone. And he will be holding down the fort using my words, mm-hmm. but he will be alone. And is that fair to him? For he does not want to follow you 
on your path. His sole agreement is not to follow you. And so we would say, we would give you this example, Isabel. Would you want someone who compromises and goes on the roller coaster because you like the roller coaster? Mm-hmm. Or would you want someone by your side who loves roller coasters and would go on a ro- roller coaster regardless if you went on or not? Yes. What that. would you rather experience? And is it not more loving to allow him to be and to have another relationship and to fulfill his own destiny and part ways? Wow. So you hear that message. So what am I going to do, right? Yeah. Am I going to be selfish? Or I'm going to set him free. Right. And hurt him. Right. And know that he'll get through it. Right. But I'll have to feel his pain. Right. Oh, sweet thing. Huh. So it still affects you like that. It was hard and it was the right thing. But crying and pain, it's an emotion that must be expressed through the heart. Mm -hmm. And so my love for him is great. And that's why it still hurts. Right. Not that I want to be with Ken Zimmerman. Do not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Oh, that's so great. But huh. I love him. Right. I still love him. I will always love him. And I want the best for him. But he <laughs> he really can't follow Ashley. Oh, funny. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's cute. But so when you finish that and you're on your journey of like when I'm reading your website and I'm like, and listening to you talk on your YouTube channel, I, I sent you a screenshot yesterday. Like I love about your amazing messages. So you start, you connect with Gary, you, you learn the Joshua teachings. You do that for 600 a month. Yeah. So what happened was I started the program. I signed up in March. He starts his program in the middle of April I think April 13th was my first day. And back in the day, we would write questions like two to three times a week. And he would channel answers and you would read them. And then we would be on a Joshua live call. Okay. That was the program. Sure. I heard you a million times on there. (laughs) Yeah. So I remember Joshua saying we could all channel. And... I really, 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 really wanted to channel. I had a very strong desire and now it makes perfect sense because now that's what I teach for how to channel right. so, <laughs> and connect to your inner being. So it was May 8th of 2017. I brought a notebook. I was at lunch. I went down to my car. I sat in my car with my notebook, I found a video on YouTube of bilateral beats, the science girl in me, right? Right. 
I knew bilateral beats would help synchronize my two hemispheres of my brain. Okay. So I closed my eyes. I breathed. I turned on the bilateral beats. I had my notebook next to me. And then I felt this intense pressure right here. And I remember thinking, I'm having a physiological experience right now. (laughs) So great. So I just allowed, I felt the pressure. And then I saw my eyes are closed. And then I saw this yellow energy of light. It was like black and yellow. And it was like moving across my eyes. And then after I went right in and I was just like, okay, okay. And then I said, hello, I would like to talk to my highest being or a being of light, only a being of light. And then I saw a face and a lot of psychics will tell me they see something very similar. So if you see this, Ashley, just know it's totally normal. But it's almost like a reverse image of a photograph. So back in the day, we used to develop our film. And Mm -hmm. remember those little strips and you could hold it to the light, but they were brown and black. Right. And you would see the image. That's what it looked like. I saw this reverse image of a face pop in and it was beautiful. It was round and it was goddess Isis. And I didn't know that. And I said, I said, did you just show me yourself? And I heard, yes. And then I said, I took my notebook and then I started writing. And then I said, hello, who are you? And I heard Iris. And I went, oh, I love the flower Iris. And then I heard, no, goddess Isis. And then Ashley, my whole body shook, like vibrated, even my toes, like my toes have never shook, like (laughs) hands, head, heart, but toes, like my whole body shook. And she said, I'm goddess Isis. And then she, she spoke to me and then I chant. So I, I channeled her message. Okay. I turned off my car. I ran upstairs, I went to my computer, I typed my channeled message, I sent it to Gary, and I said, Joshua, did I just channel a message? And Joshua said, yes, you connected. Oh my God. And then, (laughs) and Isis was talking to me, and I researched her to like these unique websites. I like I was shaking at work. I don't know what people thought. I don't even know if they noticed. I didn't care. I was just (laughs) researching goddess Isis from ancient Egypt. And then I started to laugh because my mother is Parisian French. Her name is Francoise Adeline Lachiche. Oh, wow. And my mom, I remember very little, three years old, asking my mom if I was Egyptian. Oh my gosh. She said, Isabel, you are not Egyptian. You are French. And I I remember looking at her thinking, I think you're wrong. I think I'm Egyptian. And so I've been collecting ancient Egyptian things all my life. 
And I remember painting, I didn't know it was goddess Isis. It was just a woman with the wings out looking. Uh And it was an Egyptian depiction. And I remember painting her in seventh grade. And Isis said, that was me. Oh my! I inspired you to paint that. And so she has been, she's been my main guide since I was a baby. Wow. Yeah. Like when you say guide, you know, I've been trying to learn that. So when you say guide, is that she like your guardian angel who came with you? Like she's your one? She is. So goddess Isis, she's not my inner being. My inner being is actually goddess Athena. Okay. And I didn't find out about Athena until later in my journey. And how do you know that? How did she tell you? They, They would tell, yes. It turns out I'm the embodiment of Athena. And I would say embodiment and energy. So studying, understanding the non-physical realm is a process, guys. And there's a lot going on. And so we're going to chunk it out. And it doesn't matter because I'm going to give you this one thing that you need to remember. We are all one. So even though I am talking about Isis and Athena and Isabel as separate. The true reality is we are one energy and they're just fractals. Again, I'll go into science and software to try to convey the concept to you guys, but a fractal is a Paisley pattern. Ashley in her background has a geometric pattern. So she has sacred geometry that she's attracted to that she might not be aware of. But there are reasons, everything in your reality, believe it or not. And we feel that it's random, but there are messages and clues to who your energy is, who you embody, who do you have more energy of. You just happen to know Isis and Athena but th- there are galactic energies, there are galactic beings, there are beings we are not aware of. It doesn't matter. It's just that I was able to uncover that through a series of awakening within my own journey. And so all awakenings is knowing more of your energetic field. You will, all of humanity during this ascension and this shift, will remember aspects of their energetic field. You will remember past lives. It doesn't matter if you have a hypnosis or not. They will download it. They will set it into a dream. You will have a memory. You will have deja vu. You, When you understand you're a multidimensional being, you will remember other aspects because it is the journey to remember who you truly are, and you're magnificent, and you're powerful, and you're amazing. It's just my energetic field that I have Isis and Athena because I have a mission, but so does Ashley, and we are equal in our gifts. It's just some people are better at cooking. Some people are better at building or cars. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh. With young children? Yes. Okay, wait, hold on a second. So when you go to like, I know we're, I understand that. And I think we all kind of get that. But when you work with someone and you get them to connect with their higher self or their, tell me mm-hmm. how you do, 
So you talk about Isis as being your guardian angel and Athena is mm-hmm. part of that too. But yes. when you talk about, you know, we have millions and millions and we can't even imagine how many angels and guides that we have right. around That's us, right. right? It seems like, so this is what I've uncovered. You are always connected to your inner being. So my inner being, my upline, I'm just going to use multi-level marketing. Okay. So let's pretend Ashley and I both sell Mary Kay, but her upline is different from my upline, yet we still both sell Mary Kay. But if we go up and up and up and up and up, we get to the very top of the owner of Mary Kay, source. Got it. Okay. Oh, that's a great way to, okay. So my upline is Goddess Athena. And Ashley's, I don't know Ashley's yet, but we'll find out one day, right? Yes, of course. I can't wait. It's all divine timing. So she has an upline and believe it or not, just like Mary Kay. So Athena sells to me and I sell Mary Kay. Well, Athena has an upline. Okay. And of course I have access to her upline. Right. And that upline has an upline all the way to source. So you actually have many inner beings, but you have to reach a certain level of vibration and consciousness to reach them. And this is why I love doing magic. (laughs) This is why I get so excited because it's so much fun. It's so cool. And then to see the similarities of uh, reality here on earth, it is similar. they, they don't call them, um, so when, when spirit asked me to file the papers for divorce, mm-hmm. I was a little surprised because I knew I was going to leave Ken and they said, oh no, no, no. You made an agreement on your level of plane called earth and you must modify your agreement on the celestial plane. So I said, wait, speaking to my good ear, what do I have to do? And they said, so is above and so is below. They said, in your language, in your plane, it's called a divorce. But in our language, it's an amendment to your soul contract. Ah, huh. I must amend my contract to my husband. And so I filed divorce. I filed it May 21st of 21. And June 14th, it was done. That's how fast it was, right? So I knew energetically it was meant to be. There was no issues with my divorce. I didn't even have to go in front of a judge. Hmm. So those are clues. When things are very smooth or very quick, you know you're on the right path because it's so easy. Right. So pay attention when you're efforting and struggling. Is it resistance to what is? Is it fear? I mean, there's a lot going on. And I always try to mentor people to think spherical. We are trained to think A or B, Mm -hmm. this or that. But in the metaphysical world, it's A and B at once. Oh, no. See, that's a hard, that's so hard to understand that. The linear versus spherical. That's what you, that's what you call it. That's what I teach all the time. And I'll, you know, I'll tease my friends and I'll go, ah, 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 you're thinking linear. Bring it back. 
think multi-pronged. Okay. So how do you tell me how you think or how you teach that? Cause that's so hard for me to grasp. Yeah. So, okay. All, so the science, quantum physics, all probabilities must exist. Got it. The quantum state. So back in the day of the 1900s, Einstein got flipped out and so did a whole bunch of other scientists. And it was called the double slit experiment. And what that was, was they took a photon of light and there's a screen and there's a screen in the back and it has two slits. And so they were firing the light through the slits and they expected that the back screen would show two slits in the back because that was the only opening. Right. Okay. Okay. So they all got flipped out because in the back, they saw the pattern of water, a wave. I'm so sorry. Resonance, reference. I don't know. There's a terminology. Sorry, guys. Sometimes I lose it. But anyways, it was one, two, three, four, five, six lines instead of two. So there were six lines and it's a reference. I think it's reference pattern. And so if you imagine water and you can go on YouTube and, and Google the double slit experiment and you'll see cartoons on it. And so if you pushed water through the two slits, it would do a reference pattern. Okay. And so the scientist was like, they thought light was a particle. So particle, we would think it's a solid object. We would think of it like a, a ball, a ping pong, a, a BB mm-hmm. gun. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. So if you were going to shoot a BB gun through the slit, you would, you would think you would hit only, you would only right. go through the two holes. So then they watched it. They watched the light going through the slit to see how it made that water pattern. Well, then they only had two lines and they said, what the hell is going on? They were freaked out. They were freaked out. Why observing the light? Did it behave differently? Then they did the experiment again where they didn't observe it. And then it was a wave pattern. Oh, huh. They did it over and over, like over a thousand times. And they said, light is behaving like a solid object and a wave. Light is a dual particle of a light and wave. And they did teach that to us in high school. Right. And if you didn't remember, it's okay. It's no big deal. But that dual state of being both is quantum physics. Okay. And then we've got, you know, Eric Schroeder's probability equation. Is the cat alive in the box or is it dead alive? And it freaked him out. So he became a biologist. It's so much fun to study the beginnings of quantum physics. Uh, Max Planck uh, studied light because the light bulb had just come out in the human light. 
And so he was hired, this German physicist was hired to make the light bulb last longer or brighter. And he was just curious as why does it always remain white? Why doesn't it change colors when from a distance, the, the shift? Because they had already known about the red shift and the blue shift. So they were just curious why the light always stayed white and hmm. down the rabbit hole they went. Because when you study light, even a light bulb or LED lights or anything like that or electricity, mm-hmm. even electricity has a dot an I in their formula for imaginary. Huh. Okay. So when you study energy, you are going to bump up into the metaphysical. Okay. You cannot not. Yes. (laughs) No, I'm just thinking. But so when you think of, well, I'm going back to, okay, now that I'm trying to understand spherical time, Think of your, when you said you've connected, when you drew that picture of the goddess Athena and she was, was it Athena or Isis? Isis, Isis, yeah. Isis, Isis, that's right. And she was with you this whole time. Well, why do you think it took you this long? Explain this ascension that we're going through. Like, is it this 2020, this whole transition that we're going through? Is everyone coming together? Like Joshua's coming together. I had a podcast with Jessica and she's like, we are Joshua. And yeah. All together, like I am you, you are me. We are all together. We're here. We're one. Yes. So why now? Why the grand shift now? Yeah, because and then I was also I'm that too, and I keep asking. I'm going to ask too many things, but because I get worried when we I get low on time. But the Atlantis, I was listening to that. You went to the your past lives in one. Yes. So I want you to talk about the where we're at now, this ascension, and how you can you know, your Atlantis going, are we going back to that? Tie it together. Okay. There you go. Thank you. I will tie it in a little bow for you. So spirit asked me to do hypnosis and I learned the Dolores Cannon technique, the quantum healing technique. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And, and I went to Vancouver and all of that, whatever. My First, you have to do an exchange with the student when you're learning how to do the technique. And my first life I went into was in Atlantis. And I saw myself as this beautiful man. But right before, I saw many bodies. And I could, t- I, I could tell like they were almost like, what life are we going to show her? What life are we going to show her? And then they ended up showing this man, which is good because... I'm so sorry, men out there who's listening, but I really thought you were kind of silly and stupid. So anyways, (laughs) I was really glad that they did. And it's only because men are very linear thinking and they're disconnected to their heart. Mm -hmm. And it is my honor to help men in society to detangle that because it's a disservice to you. And you're very powerful and you've had many lives And you've had many lives, even as women, and we are all equal and it's okay. So, but back in the day in 2018, they were helping me shed my limiting belief around men. And so I was a man in Atlantis and they showed me that life and it, the city uh, was bioluminescent. It was vibrant. I was a teacher there. I saw my wife, I saw my children and I saw 
my alien friends, my Octarians, and that's when I cried because I missed my galactic friends. And we did have aliens here on Earth. And Atlantis was an enlightened city, 5D. And we fell from 5D to 3D. And let me just tell you what 5D and 3D is, just in case you don't know. It's just a level of consciousness. So 3D consciousness, we are all familiar. It's duality, on or off. Quantum Mm -hmm. is both at once. Polarity, cause and effect. We think if you do X, you get Y. Not true. Linear thinking and judgment, control and fear. All this life. This life. Yeah, that's a 3D consciousness. Got it. So even if you went to another planet that had a 3D consciousness, that would be their construct of beliefs and thoughts and actions. Hmm. They would believe right and wrong and up and down and, and all of that. Okay. Got it. So a 5D consciousness is you are connected to your inner being. You are not driven by your ego. Because no, you are no longer scared around survival. Okay. Because, because you know you, wanna, you don't die. You don't. That's right. Because you okay. know you don't die and you have access to all your lives and you, you work with synchronicity instead of linear. You're seeing puzzle pieces and you're in the flow and you don't control things and you understand we're all one. And you're more in the love frequency. So if we went into another planet with a 5D consciousness, that's what we would experience. There would be no wars. Why would we kill each other? Right. Why would I kill myself? But you're you're describing the way I feel now after being six months or however many months I've been in the Ascension experience with Gary, with Joshua. That's how I feel. I feel like I am living in the 5D. Yes. And that's where, is that, that's where we're going. That's where we're going. That's where the whole planet is going. This is a planetary shift. So during Atlantis, there was other parts of earth that was in 3d consciousness. There was Lemuria. There was an Atlantinian culture. There's a lot going on that human history just is not aware of quite yet, but you will be aware of these worlds and other time periods of earth. We will be. Why do you say we will be? Well, because it will be coming out and you will remember the lives. A lot of people are already remembering they're from Atlantis or remembering they're from Lemuria or remembering their shaman lives or, you know, a lot of light workers are here to anchor in that light and that remembrance. And so that will, and remember, we're one big energy field. So once we really start connecting to each other, we're going to be communicating telepathically and sending images and communications. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. when you talk about Atlantis and um, I had uh, a doctor, Bruce Goldberg on my show a few weeks ago, and he talked about teleportation and future yeah. lives and past lives. And they're all simultaneously, they're all spherical. So you That's look right. at when you go with your, when you bring someone in hypnosis to their past lives, that's going on as you go back. Right? Yes. 
Yeah, we just call it past lives for terminology. So don't get hung up on the words, but it's just a life. It's just happening. It's just a life. But that life is being shown to you from your inner being or a spirit guide. That life, we are really supported and we are really assisted by many, many, many entities. You have to understand, I like to study ascensions on other planets so I can understand the ascension on Earth. Okay. And I'm passionate about it. And one of the things is the ascension is knowing the other aspects of yourself. It's just part of the phase. And so I love learning part of the ascension phases and stages and helping and helping people go through those phases and stages. You know, a lot of people don't even know about ascension symptoms. But Mm -hmm. those are real ascension symptoms. When you travel into a new dimension, because you attract a new dimension because your vibration is different, you get dizzy. Hmm. You know, and you think something's wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. Your body is catching up. Or you're really tired. And you don't know why you're tired. Or you get really forgetful. So I actually had a friend who was a light worker. She got a brain scan. And I said, oh, dear, that was just an ascension symptom. And of course, they found nothing. So will you explain when, because 5D, I feel I can relate to that. I feel that way today, right now. Yeah. Okay. All the things you described of 5D is, that's how I feel like I'm living. So as we ascend and see the world the way, the 5D way, living in that place, the people that are 3D, the ones that we vibrated that kind of like we were talking in the beginning where they, your husband went to the, he's still in 3D. Yeah. So people will jump into different dimensions, some 5D, some 3D, some 4D. They'll jump. Think of it as water. So when you, to, to help you think spherical, don't think of a line or think of it as a jigsaw puzzle piece. When you do a jigsaw puzzle, you don't look for piece one, then put piece two, then piece three. You group by color, you get the edges, whatever, right? And you find a piece here and there. Right. And the same things happens with Ken Zimmerman. So Ken Zimmerman is meditating. He's, you know, grounding. He walks on the bare grass with his feet. So, or bare feet on the grass, I mean, but So he does. And so think of it like an ocean of water. You're in a big ocean of water. And you know, sometimes when you're floating, you get a warm pocket and then you get a cold pocket Mm -hmm. and you get a wave and you get still. That is what happens in our ascension. Sometimes we're in the cold. Sometimes we're in the warm. Sometimes we're very still. Sometimes we're in a surge of a wave and that is the ascension or that the water analogy is good because it's not men and women can relate, but for women out there, it's like birth. Okay. It's It's like contractions. It's like pushing, then it's not, then it's exhaustion. Then it's, you know, it's all over the map. Right. And every birth for every woman who, gives a birth, even multiple births in their lifetimes, they're all different. Right. So everyone's ascension is different. 
But I would say there are some common pockets, common phases and stages. Okay. So (laughs) it's like when I talk to you, I feel like, okay, I just need, it's like a, okay, it's really a, I'm absorbing. I'm going to have to listen to this over and over again because I'll forget what we talked about and how to get absorb it more. But when you, so we're the same age, we're 52. Yes. And give my listeners this example or an explanation of your idea of this ascension that we're going through now. So what are we going to live another 50 years, die, go? What do you think? So we're- No, no, no. No, no, no. So we, um, I'm going to bring back Atlanta. So I knew my purpose was to bring back modern day Atlanta. I knew we taught psychic abilities, connecting with their inner being to our children. Hence why the inspiration was to do a tarot deck for children. There are no psychic tools for children or there's very few. And it's time to teach our children to connect with their inner being, to connect with the non-physical entities. It's so much more fun anyways, and a lot of magic and love. So it's all okay. And bringing forth modern day Atlantis is really opening up your human abilities to go through portals, to work with the galactic beings, to teletransport. I mean, there's a lot in our, and you can look at Yeshua or Jesus. He, he awoke. Okay. And he had a lot of magical abilities, right? Mm -hmm. But those are human abilities. We just think they're supernatural. Well, it's true because they're above your ego. They're above nature. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to understand we've been conditioned on Darwinism. The fittest survives, the strongest. Knock it out, right? (laughs) The end. But that is the 3D consciousness, loved ones. That's all that is. We're just going to a different consciousness where we get to do magic. So you were told to help teach psychic abilities to children because that's what they did in Atlantis yes, with their children. Yes. yes. So and why do you think I'm like bringing this? I have my classes and I'm so into teaching my children. We talk to our angels. We, you know, I, yeah. we, I'm really like downloading and all this information into them all the time. We listen to this podcast, do this angel reading, but um, I do that with them. But now that you're talking about that, Do you think I'm one of those people that are bringing Atlantis back? Because I am like so passionate about, you know, teaching these kids that, or am I just like making making it up? No, of course you are. They would like us to bring modern day Atlantis. So not the Atlantis of that time. First of all, it can never be anyways, but to bring forth the ideas, the way of life, the harmony, the balance. So it wouldn't surprise me if you are from Atlantis or you have mystery school connection. So many people, my light workers that come to me, so I tend to work with the teachers. I work with the teachers to have the teachers work with the children or work with the teenagers or work with adults or work with the the newly awakened, you know, I don't mind creating tools, but me personally, I'm a professor kind of girl. Right. I want my faculty. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. I want multiple math teachers and multiple science teachers and have a science department and a faculty. And it's so funny because in that novel that I was writing, the main character's grandfather founded a college. And so I looked up how colleges and universities were created in the United States. And of course, it makes perfect sense because that's what I want to do. I want to create the Jedi school. I want to create the Hogwarts school. Oh, you, know, I want you the do? There. Oh, yeah. yeah, I want all the teachers there. Yes. And then the teachers can work with the children and, and whatnot, you know, oh have gosh. healers. Yeah. That is it. That, that's our connection, Isabel. I'm going to be there. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I already absolutely. see it. That's our connection. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, you know, we're coming to the end. Oh, darn it. I don't want it to end. I never, it's never long enough, but we'll do it again. But I've, you know, to teach um, the children this now, just think they're preparing this. They're going to keep, you know, that's what I get now, right? They're yes. preparing these children to go to get this sooner. <laughs> yes. Be living this way. Yes, yes. Like in Atlantis, and I'll just leave you with the listeners this, but in Atlantis, we created buildings with our minds. We melted crystals with our minds. And all it is, is raising your vibration and connecting to the consciousness of the crystal, asking permission, vibrating it. So it goes into a liquid state and then reform it into a solid state. <laughs> oh, oh, Isabel, you've taken my whole thing to the next level. <laughs> oh, There's so much out there. There's so much out there, but you still have to do your shadow work and soul work. <laughs> oh my gosh. So to get a session with you, because I'm doing that. So it's a, it's a hypnosis is what you get do to connect, right? Tell yeah, it's a you. hypnosis session. I typically recommend three. It could be a year and apart. Spirit will always tell me when the next session is needed for uh, the person. You might just do one and done. I never know and I don't care. It's really a labor of love because these sessions are anywhere from two to five hours. Oh, wow. And it's not that you're under that long. It's just that there's just a lot going on. So we usually talk for a good you know, hour and find out like what's going on and I'll be guided throughout the whole thing. And then I put you under, and then of course we have the debrief. Right, I'm sure. <laughs> we have the what, like, will you all like for being hypnotized? Like, what if I don't believe I could? Like, do people not get hypnotized? Do you ever put them on? Not put so. Them under? Um, I typically do not work with the ones that are too fearful. Okay. Like, I'll I'll turn down people. Got it. I'll just say you're not ready yet. Right. Only because it's a lot of work for me to bypass your ego. And I want it to be an enjoyable experience. And so if you're really afraid to get into the water and learn how to swim, it's okay. You know, just know that there's a swimming pool, you know, (laughs) and then maybe you'll dip your toes next year. It's okay. Right. It's okay. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be hypnotized. There are many ways to connect, you know? This is just one modality. Yeah, so like if somebody who really wants to be hypnotized, but I'll feel vibrationally they're not ready, I'll, uh, you know, I'll just say, honey, you're not ready. Maybe later, you know. And it's the fear that's they're blocking. 
with the fear. They're blocking, but you know, um, I'm not the swim instructor that pushes you in the deep end, you know? Right. Yes. I, I mean, we always do a healing session. So sometimes someone will come to me and they're ready and I hear spirit says yes, but that's because they're working on them energetically. So they don't see a life, but everyone that I have put under their life has been transformed. Again, I'm just Julie McCoy, your cruise director from Love Boat or your facilitator or midwife. You're doing all the work. I'm just your facilitator, but it is very transformational. Yeah. It well, Ing, Ing was said her life has completely changed. From Yeah. Ing once you connect you. with your inner being, like once you understand like, oh shit, this, this is real. Mm-hmm. I call it the oh shit moment. Oh my gosh. I, that's so funny. But you know, let's say we're together and you do it on Zoom. Yeah. Do you connect? Like, does, does ISIS come through and she's, and they're talking to you with like, if with me, like, let's say we're sitting here for an example, we really only have a couple minutes and I wouldn't be this big, but it's been an hour and I feel so grateful for your time. So will you go end with this? Like, tell me that. Yes. Would you like a channeled message? Sure. I would love one. Let's end it that way. Oh my gosh, I would love it. Yes. Okay. Hello, dear ones. We are thrilled to be speaking through our sweet Isabel. We are so excited that you are listening to this advanced conversation, we would say. And yes, what Isabel has said is true, dear ones. You cannot imagine how powerful and magnificent you are. You are source energy, dear ones. That is true. You are, you are. And some of you are feeling that now. Some of you are connecting to the divine entity that you truly are. And you came for this game, dear one. You are wondering why you are here, why you would not remember how powerful you are. Because it's a roller coaster ride, is like our sweet Isabel said. You came for these curves and turns to remember who you are during this grand shift, to come and awaken to be part of the galactic family once again. These are exciting times. Can't you not feel it? Can't you not feel the love that you are and that all that is that you have never been separated, never been alone? We are so thrilled that you are here, that you are with us, that you have opened your heart, that you have done the work We understand how hard it has been, how challenging it has been, but you were never alone. You are very powerful Jedi masters. You have just forgotten. Until next time, we love you tremendously. That's it. Oh my gosh. Well, you go into it so fast. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I um, <laughs> so I was writing for a long time. And um, so Gary goes into trans channeling where 
um, they go into a meditative state and then they're in. But Astrid and I, I want to be part of the conversation. Right. So that's why I oh, don't okay. go into a trans channeling state because I want to jump in and ask questions and, and, oh. and be part of the conversation. So I'm too enthusiastic to sit in the back. Right. Oh, I get it. Oh, I love that. Oh, that helps me understand that. <laughs> oh, Isabel, it's been so fun. So yes, fun. absolutely. It was so much fun meeting you. And, and uh, I'll make sure you have my phone number and you can contact me anytime. And, and what is the, your website for everybody that's listening? Yes. So you can find me on Attracting Wisdom. You can do a Google search. I have blogs. I have podcasts. I'm on this new app called Wisdom of All Things. It's not my app. (laughs) (laughs) Invited me on this app. And Mm -hmm. so now I'm putting some talks on there. And I'm always teaching because I'm so happy to have my brothers and sisters to play along with me so we can create a magical world together and let's just have fun. Yes, and that is why we are here. And with that, we are complete. (laughs) Thank you, it was wonderful. Gosh, so great to meet you. I can't wait to have a session with you. Thank you for listening to the Uncover Your Magic podcast today. If you are inspired by what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. If you would like to connect with me with any questions, comments, or feedback, please contact me at the Uncover Your Magic website. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, always look for the magic.